huge news on the WWE front this week, not only with firings, which we'll get into, but also... Kane? A, yeah, well, Kane... When there's, when there's fire involved, Kane is always nearby. Of course. But uh, anyway, along with these releases, there was one big hiring. Brother Love, baby. He's back. And you'll hear all of our thoughts on that, as well as a Fighting With Our Family review, our thoughts on two big matches announced for Mania Weekend, uh, a brand new Kane Fact of the Week that I haven't even heard yet. This week in WWE nine years ago, which is still the name of the segment for now. All that and more coming up right after this. <laughs> Always remember, just because I love you doesn't mean I like you. Well, he's back and he's better than ever. Oh, geez. Speaking, of, he had a he had a hot take on the situation, did he? Didn't he? He did. He he absolutely did. <laughs> I like I love that tweet. ATM Eric, baby. There's something to wrestle with. Fuck you, Bruce. <laughs> I I howled. That's a work. Probably is. It probably is. But it's there's still... no one that gives a fuck less anymore than Eric Bischoff. Oh yeah, it's the only way I get. He's seen... currently in a feud with a honky tonk man. <laughs> he's all he's been in a feud with a honky tonk man since 1994. Yep. Uh. But yeah, man, it was a very eventful week. And yeah, I'm glad you wrote that down because... Yep, I knew I was missing something. Yeah, I knew I knew we were too. But uh, yeah, we got a loaded show. We got lots and lots of news. Perhaps the most news you've ever had. Yeah, it's it's been like an interesting spurt of a week. It yeah. was a lot of news, no news, all the news, and then no news since then. Like, this is like a great time to be a podcaster because with the rise of AEW, there's going to be like a lot of news every week. I know, like and, and as just as a fan, oh yeah, as a like, fan, I, yeah. I like I haven't been some about. Oh, excuse me, I have not been excited about something like this as a, I am against AEW for a while, and I'm you know I'm the biggest WWE mark in the world. No, I'm excited about. It. We are officially less than six weeks away from the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. I can't wait. I can't wait to see the stage. Yeah, it's gonna have my picture everywhere. I kind of, I kind of hate how they like reveal it on YouTube like two days before now. That's like been a thing since like the last couple of years. Yeah, I do too, but it's a safe surprise, I guess. Yeah. Plus, like this year, it's in an open air stadium, so you know someone's just gonna fly a drone over that bitch and expose it anyway. Yeah, I'd rather have, I'd rather have the WWE production value. Video oh, dude, of it. Mania, Mania, and an outdoor stadium's interesting because <laughs> my first stadium show. Because when you're outside, like if you're outside tailgating. You hear them like rehearse. Like when I went to Mania twenty nine, I heard Diddy's concert about twenty times because they kept rehearsing it, and like they kept like rehearsing like Brock's pyro, and like you just hear all this going on, but you can't see it. Then you finally get inside, you're like, oh shit. Although I don't know if they could top last year. Last year's stage was fucking beautiful. As someone who's seen it in person, I can't attest. It was um, beautiful. Yeah, it was. They had something they always kill. Thirty threes was great. Yeah, roller coaster. Yeah. That's the one thing they have is those stages. And yeah. that's one thing AUW will never be able to match them on. Well, I wish they'd just do it for more than fucking WrestleMania, though. No, I do, too. But that's an episode for a different day. Qu- quick question. like just, just uh, This just popped in my head. Would you rather have unique stages or pyro? We could only have one. I think I would go with... Oh, this, is an e- be... this is an easy answer pyro. for me. No, it's unique stages. I don't know. Because pyro... they, have, they have all their graphic effects... Like they can, mil- they can still make an entrance look cool. Balor could still have his smoke. That's not pyro. It's not. You're no. You're right. I'd, uh, rather, I, I'd rather go with the stages. I I'm okay. I'm okay with either one. 
Every sh- every show just feels the same these days, except and, WrestleMania. And, it, and we're not by action because it's a nice stage. It's just the same stage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, let's get into all of this news right after a quick word from our friends at Anchor. Yeah. As we said, a lot of news this week. Well, let's start out with the second week of our newest. I won't call it a weekly segment because there's going to be some weeks where absolutely nothing happened. But there's a there's a brief little tidbit. This week ago, this week in WWE history, nine years ago, I botched the hell out of that. I'm always going to botch the hell out of it because it's a dumb name. We need it's to, also a long sentence. We really need to come up with a name for that. And no, your name's terrible. We're not going with it. Tony's Time Machine. No. <laughs> I don't think that's what it was last week. That's even worse. <laughs> um, but this was the first episode of NXT this week, nine years ago. So. Wow. Yeah. And it wasn't what NXT is today. Absolutely not. So these guys all had, like, video packages describing themselves. And, like, I don't know if Heath Slater was supposed to be a heel, but he came off as, like, such a douche. Once again, like, you keep stressing that he's a walking rock band without the instruments. Like, that doesn't... Glad they cut that down. <laughs> One-man rock band is much better. Like I could, I could get down with that. The rock band without the instruments. You're just a, you're just a guy. <laughs> That's a person. But someone, someone topped it. Michael Tarver. Oh, yes. He said he can knock you out in 1.9 seconds, and he has good athletic genes. Oh, boy. And his dad was a sparring partner for Mike Tyson. He was bragging about that, that his dad got the shit kicked out of him by Mike Tyson training for fights. I Although, if you're going to get the shit kicked out of by somebody, it might as well be the hardest-hitting boxer of all time. So, Daniel Bryan came out, and uh, this is weird because, like, Michael Cole is still months away from being a heel, but he's burying Daniel Bryan. Oh, like, he buried the entire show. I know. Well, not no, he's not at that point yet. He loves NXT. He hates Daniel Bryan because he hates the internet. And, uh, and, like, my thing is, like, Daniel Bryan was talking about, like, if you look me up, you'll find all these great matches I did. But they wouldn't because he. this is literally the first night of his life he was named Daniel Bryan. So they didn't come up zero results. That's true. So I don't know why they changed his name. Like, I know why they changed his name for copyright purposes. But, like, I don't know why they were telling, like, he's telling you to look him up. When if they search Daniel Bryan, they'll get nothing. Yeah, I mean, I think he was talking to the people who already knew who he was. Yeah, I'm sure he was. But I'm just, it was funny. But, uh. The main event of that first, I forgot how good of a match this was. The main event of that first NXT show was Daniel Bryan versus Chris Jericho, one-on-one. Oh, I remember that match. It was a great match. It was. It was. Daniel Bryan put Chris Jericho on a heel hook, and uh, I forget what city they were in, but, like, it wasn't a city with hardcore fans. And, like, this very casual audience who, like, 50% of them, I'd say at least 50% of them, probably never heard of Daniel Bryan in, in, in their lives. And, uh... He put Chris Jericho in a heel hook. A heel hook. <laughs> and they bought this as the finish. It was unbelievable. Like, they were going nuts. I love the heel hook. No, it's a great move, but, like, if I was watching a guy I never saw before and he put someone in a heel hook, I think it's just, like, a rest hold. Like, I would not, like, think, like, this is going to oh, be a finish. Really? Is- oh, okay, I, never mind. I think that if I never watched anything before, I think it would be a rest hold. No. I'm no. Like, that's, a, that's pretty good knowledge for someone who's never watched wrestling before. I'm, just, I'm saying, like... Yeah, I get it. I get it. I like, it would just be, like, a transitional before. move. Yeah. But they bought this. They bought this heel hook, and and to, in Jericho's like defense, he was selling the hell out of this heel hook. He was like scratching and crawling and I screaming. Mean, I think when you have two guys at the level that they perform at, mm-hmm. it can be a fucking finger poke would be the finish. Yeah. And oh yeah. Buy it. But like looking back on it, it's easy to tell that Daniel Bryan like was going to be one of the biggest names in wrestling history because this was his first night on TV, and like he got this crowd behind him so. He's good at it. Look what he's doing now. 
He but just like, he changed his whole shit. His, and now he's more over than ever. Oh, no, his, I'm not saying that. Yeah, that's... No, no, not no, saying no, that. Not saying no, that. no, 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 no. I, I stopped myself. I didn't say the yes. Yeah. But he's really over the heel right now. No, he is. He is and I love what he's doing. He's <laughs> fantastic. But, I mean, what, what was to come just five years after the time we're talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was Crazy. unheard of. But, uh, anyway, his body was wild, too, because, like, he wasn't he was in great skinny. shape. He was skinny. He was, he was skinny he, fat. He was skinny fat. That... You took the word out of my mouth. He was skinny fat. Like, he had, like... He was like, skinny fat. He had bitch tits. Yeah. And, like, he wore, like, the high-waisted trunks like Scott Dawson wears now to, like, cover up his, uh... Yeah. Muffin top. Yeah. So, like, it was just it was wild to see, see where... That was where I was looking for. I couldn't I couldn't come up with it. And his head, he had the, Holler, the Howard Wallerwitz haircut, didn't he? Yeah. He had a little bowl cut. And, uh, he had, he had the American Dragon jacket. The robe. He was still rocking that. Beautiful robe. Yeah, it was. But, uh... Only other thing of note that happened nine years ago this week was Ty Murray and Jewel were the guest hosts on Raw. And there was a diva bull riding contest. And, of course, all the divas rode the mechanical bull no problem. So the big show comes out. And he says he can ride the mechanical bull ever, better. Did he have hair yet still? No, he did not have hair. Did he's, not have hair. He's, he's a long way removed from having hair. But um, big show's fat ass like, had struggled getting on the bull. And, of course, once he got on the This one, he's really out of shape, wasn't it? Getting there. Because there was a point in his life he's where he, coming down from He's it. coming down. He's not, he's not like, he's not at what he's at now. But oh, he's, now he's, now he's a well, specimen. Yeah. But he's, he's coming down from it. But, uh, of course, Big Show immediately gets thrown off the bull. And then, the, like, it's a mechanical bull. So, like, you know, like, like buck forward and buck back. Yeah, like, I rode one before. It starts taunting him. And Big Show sold for the bull. <laughs> he sold for the bull. He was intimidated by this mechanical bull bucking. Who, who's a better pro wrestler, the bull or Johnny the bull? Well, Johnny Bull is relic, and that's killer spelled backwards. So I think that I think that answers that question. Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, it's, that, those are those are the only really noteworthy things that happened. But I just thought the first NXT and how far we have come, and the pros on that show: William Regal, the Matt Miz. Hardy, The Miz. C- oh my God, CM Punk is like straight straight edge society. CM Punk and his rookie is Darren Young, who's the South Beach party boy who's billed from New Jersey for some reason. And like Punk wants nothing to do with this, and it's fantastic. That's hilarious. Like Punk, like you could tell he shoot doesn't want to be there. Oh yeah, like, no. he's not playing a character. Like, Although I did love him when he commentated NXT. That oh, that's that's like that's a he still has the long Jesus hair at this point. Like when how I much even, longer do you have of the stupid the guest host hair? Uh, I think Bret Hart becomes GM in May, so I got like two months. Good. We got Buzz Aldrin coming up. Not I don't know when. Oh, I forgot about commercial that. free Raw with Buzz Aldrin. Didn't the Muppets also host? Yes, but that's that's years down the road. That's 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 post guest host era. Yeah, because I, I know Seamus and Beaker had an yeah. encounter. Yeah, and we're still at full heel Seamus at this point. The so. best, the best wrestler ever. No. Yeah. No. Next to Goldust. Much like Shane Thorne, he is the worst. He's not. Uh, all right, let's move on, and we can argue about Seamus all day, like we we've been for five years. Speaking of Seamus, we saw his movie tonight. He did, Stephen Farrelly. Made was in was in fighting with my family as himself. Yeah, we he him and the Big Show had an encounter over some hot dogs. I love how in the credits it said Big Show, Paul White, <laughs> Seamus, Stephen Farrelly. Like they got credited under their shoot names. That's funny. Was, but so we're not gonna talk about this movie from like a cinema perspective because that's not what kind of podcast we are. Yeah, we're not so, Roger fucking Ebert. So, so let's... Jesus with the fucking Dave Meltzer Roger Ebert reference. That's where you know that's where he got his uh, star scale from. Did he? Yeah. Roger, Roger Ebert has four stars. Yeah, but Dave won one of five. 
Now, now he wants eight. Apparently, yeah. Now, now, now it's just comedy at this point. Yeah. Well, I, I did not know that he was Roger Ebert wrestling. Yeah, that, that's that's like that's not a joke. Well, that makes sense because Roger Ebert's a dick. That's not a joke. Like that's where he legitimately got the star movies. scale from when it comes to rating movies. But um, as a wrestling fan, what did you think of this movie and how it represented pro wrestling industry? I enjoyed it. As did I. Yeah. Because it showed you both ends. It, like as I know on the way up, we talked about the wrestler was like. Yeah, the rest was, like, was kind of like the, the shitty, shitty part end, of the business, yeah. but and this definitely had elements of that. This had elements because because it's real, like yeah. that's a real thing. Yeah, this business this is tough. I'm not in it, but it's tough. It, you can see it wear on people, and I feel like a lot of the shit that the actor went through, she actually went through. Yeah, because she didn't Struggling look to like find herself, and she didn't look like people they were bringing in at the time. Yeah, you know, she was the opposite. She was the antithesis of every single thing. Ooh, good word there, antithesis. I like it. Um, she was the antithesis of every single thing they had, and right. that's why they signed her. That's why she was literally called the anti-diva. Like, yeah. That was her nickname. And she was great. The actor was great. The casting was excellent. Yeah, I thought, I thought everyone did a good job. Uh, I don't know who cares more about her son or her, her children, uh, Queen Cersei or oh, God damn. Leanna Headley. Or, no, or uh, what's, what's her name? Oh, what is her name? Uh, her her Soraya Knight is her yeah. is her is her shooting name. Paige's mother, because they're both played by Leanna Headley, and it was very interesting to me. Um, so yeah, Queen Cersei's in that movie, which is incredible. Uh, did you ever think you'd see Vince Vaughn? Like he's one of the movies, like I never thought I'd see Vince Vaughn in an NXT jacket. That was... Yeah. So we have a theory. If you're listening to this, uh, come come with us. If you've also seen the movie, we think Vince Vaughn is portraying Bill Demont. I don't think that's a theory. I think like that's that's who would have been the head coach. Like yeah, no, he would have. I he... I think he was Bill Demont. Wow. And like The Rock mentions that he wrestled a match, so this guy was obviously a former wrestler. I'm ninety five percent sure he was Bill Demont. Yeah. I... I, I could see it. He was a dick, too, sometimes. So yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I do remember, I think I heard something about Bill DeMott having a fucking horn to quit, too. Like, I do, like, I think I remember that. I could just, my mind could just be telling me that, like, recency bias, but... Also, Dave Mastiff is in this movie. As Dave Mastiff. As, well, as an unnamed fucking tryout. Oh, the tryout was excellent. The tryout was you, excellent. They have, they have a person who is absolutely supposed to be Pete Dunne. A very skinny Pete Dunne, but Pete Dunne nonetheless. And, I mean, he was probably at the tryout. I don't, I think he was a little too young to be at that tryout. But he's in, uh, yeah, maybe. Because they can't legally And then a person that I'm pretty sure was Grado. (laughs) He was wearing a singlet like Grado, and I think his name was Greedo on the thing. He was in better shape than Grado, though. He He was. was. He was not a better shape than Grado, he was in better shape than Grado. that's, that's, That's undoubtedly true. So... There's obvious, like, if you want to nitpick, yeah, the sets were wrong. Yeah. Uh, First of all, if you want to p- pick this movie, fucking don't. No, no, yeah, it's not. Just don't. It's not meant for wrestling fans. It's no, meant it's, for and it was very good. It was it was, good. If, I, if I wasn't a wrestling fan, I would have enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, like, I'm just pointing out the thing. I'm not, I'm not criticizing it. I'm just pointing out the inaccuracies. So when Paige was a child, she had a Cardboard Divas title, which wasn't even a title when she was a child. So. No. You're right, she wasn't, but. And did you notice her brother had the spinner belt? He did. Which was also not yet... It, he was watching The Rock win, like, the, the Attitude Era, like, Big Eagle belt while holding his spinner belt. Yeah, I mean, I don't no, really, I, I know. It doesn't, doesn't bother it doesn't, me. It doesn't bother me either. I'm just saying... I'm just the saying core of all this was very good. 
and true to her story, and it just breaks my fucking heart that you can't do it anymore. And also, The Rock was everywhere. Oh my god, The Rock The Rock was in this movie more than he was in the fucking Scorpion King. The Rock basically took credit for Paige's career in this movie. He told her in the press box that she was getting the call up. I'm pretty sure it's not how it went down. Yeah, it's, it wasn't. I guarantee how. I, I guarantee, can guarantee yeah. it wasn't. Right. Unless it was, and I, I don't know. That's quite the story if it was. But I enjoyed it. It was a really good movie. Oh, yeah. I, I strongly, strongly suggest I can't it. recommend it enough. Fighting my family. I gave it a three and three quarter stars on the Roger Ebert scale. Yeah. It was very good. Because there is no perfect movie. You can't give a movie. Did... You've never seen The Big Lebowski, apparently. I've seen The Big Lebowski. But... That's a perfect movie. All right. You might have me there. I'll concede. I'll concede. So, moving on. Uh, the first inductees into the 2019 Hall of Fame class were revealed... And it includes the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, the game, Triple H. For the second time, Shawn Michaels. Yes, that's that's true. X-Pac, the road dog, Jesse James, the badass, Billy Gunn, and finally, Chizina. 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 Jenny Lauer. so happy that she's going in. Yeah, so D-Generation X is going in. And very, very well, well-deserved. And uh, I'm going to try not to get mad here. But a lot of people are making a big deal like China isn't going in by herself. Look. Can I have a, con- can I have a, can I have a counterpoint? Um, yeah. I, I mean, we might have the same thing. Yeah, I, th- I don't know what direction you're going with this, but. Uh, listen. First of all, she's going in, so be happy. That's, she would be very happy with this. That's basically the that's direction w- I'm going in. That's too. why she was here. But they do not want the list of two-time Hall of Famers to be Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Ric Flair, and China. I'm sorry. That's that's not the that's not the list I want to have. I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? Because like had, you had me until you said the list of two time Hall of Famers, and you lost me. Because their own the only reason DX is going in is to get China in. Are you th- are you saying they would not be in if they if they I didn't? I don't really think so. I don't think so. I I think they would absolutely be in, and that she would she would be in twice. Which no, I don't don't, don't get me wrong. All the members in like. I de- Triple H should obviously have went in. I think the New Age Outlaws would have went in as a tag team, and I think X-Pac would have got in. X-Pac would eventually got I in. I don't think they would have put them in as a group if there wasn't the controversy with China. I think they would Because they normally don't. They do that for the Horsemen. The Freebirds? But the Freebirds aren't in as individuals. The Freebirds aren't in as individuals. You know what I mean? That's like, true. When, but are you, are you not going to put Triple H the and reason, Shawn Michaels the in? The reason the Horsemen went in as a group is because, like, Arn, no offense to Arn, he's great, but he would have never got in by himself. So putting the horseman in was a way to get him in, you know what I mean? And Ric Flair being a two-time Hall of Famer was just a coincidence of that. So, and it's the same thing with DX. Like it was a way to get China in without talking about the porn. Let's yeah. just let's call a spade I mean, a spade. I still think I still think they would have got in, but we can argue about that a different time. That's D- not the point. I'm here. not saying DX as a group doesn't deserve to get yeah. in. I'm just saying it. I don't think it would have happened. No, I it, think it would have happened. But like I said, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about China, and she absolutely belongs. If things went differently, we that, that for her career, we could have seen a lot more of her. So basically and, what I was going to say before you really pissed me off right there was uh, China's mom is happy with it, and China and the person who runs China's social media account with it, I think is like her manager. They're both extremely thrilled with it. Her mom said she'll be at the ceremony. That's all that should fucking matter. If they're happy, you should have no right to bitch. Yeah, but wrestling fans only do. But Who, who do you think inducts them? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I think I think Vince would make a lot of sense. Um, maybe awesome. Brett, maybe Bret Hart, but if the Hart Foundation's also going in, like it's rumored, that won't happen. 
Austin wouldn't be a bad choice. Oh, Tyson. If they could get Tyson, that would be that would be a decent choice. Maybe Kane. Oh. Kane, Kane and his run-ins with DX. By the way, why is Eric Rude going in? Because he's, he's already in. But he was part of DX, technically. When you think DX, do you think Rick Rude? No. Okay. But. Why? Well. But I think that goes against your argument with China. Well, because the only reason. My argument is DX wouldn't be going in if China could. If China was able to get in by herself, she would, they wouldn't be put. DX wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Okay. I disagree. I, you're not going to change, change that on me. But they don't put groups in the Hall of Fame like that. But not all groups. The NWO is going to fucking go in. I don't think so. Yes, they are. I don't think they're are. They're all already in. They don't need to go in as a group. They're all already in. Scott Hall's in. Hogan's in. Nash is in. Now Xbox in. Big Show will be in by himself one day. Why would you put them in as a group? There's no reason to. All right. They talked about all of it. I see. Season. I see your point, but I don't see them not going. So in. wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're telling me that if China never did porn. They they would put they would put DX in like just after they're all in individually for no reason. Yes, that's no. They wouldn't do that. Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm completely wrong on this, but that's just what I think. So who do else who else do you have going in this year? Well, if you believe the rumored reports, it's going to be Taz, the Honky Tonk Man, the Heart Foundation. Jesus fucking Christ, what a class! But I don't know. I don't see Honky just because. They've asked, they've offered it to him like five times already, and he said no. Every he doesn't time. want to sign the Legends contract. Well, he's under a Legends contract. Is he's he? got he's got an action figure a couple months ago. Oh, you're right. He's he under did. a Legends he contract. Did. I mean, he just hates their. He'll take their money, but he hates their guts. That's so, like the old wrestler spirit, I guess. Yeah. And uh, but I think is I think Bigelow should go in. That's, that's I, true. Because they're going to be in New Jersey. Well, they're in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, which is, is New York, is New Jersey. It's all the same place. Or WrestleMania's in New Jersey, so. But, uh, big old Vader. I don't know what the fuck's keeping him out. Yeah, Vader. Vader should have been a long time ago. And then, I'm assuming they're going to get a woman's, which. Well, I think China is the woman. China is the woman. I mean, who else could it be? Ivory went in last year. Molly Holly? I don't know. Molly Holly definitely deserves it. I think she'll go in. But I think, I think China is the woman. China is the woman? I think China is the woman. Hmm. And then who the fuck's going to go in the celebrity ring? Maybe they don't do it this year. I, Not that it matters, but... I'd love it if they'd stop doing that. Yeah, so would I. And someone's probably get the Warrior Award. Yeah, but, but that's always that's always something we don't know about. That's impossible to predict, yeah. yeah. So. But that person probably deserves it. Yeah, you got it. me hot about this group thing. Oh, we'll, we'll call via text. I'm like being yelled at. But, uh... So, yeah, I mean, Hall of Fame should be interesting this year. That's a big story. Yeah, definitely. Well-deserved for China. Glad she's finally getting in. And I'm happy for, uh... I'm happy that... WWE kind of extended the Olive Branch, and Billy Gunn's going to be at the ceremony, even though he works for AEW. I think that's kind of nice that they're at least able to extend the Olive Branch, and like they're both on the same page, and he'll be there. So I'm assuming Triple H had a lot of that decision. As I'm well. sure. I'm sure. And like Billy Gunn's just an agent. It's not like he's an AEW top star, you know? Yeah, he's just, he's just he. I mean, I I can see him wrestling there one match. I'm sure he will. I'm sure his his son signed, isn't he? There for them? I don't think he's signed, but they'll both probably be in the over-budget Battle Royal. Yeah, that's which true. Which we should mention is being brought back. Which was fun. That's that a yeah, great Battle Royal. Probably the best Battle Royal in history. Yeah. I I don't think... I, off the top of my head, I can't think of a better Battle Royal. No, that's true. Ooh, excuse me. But, uh... So, yeah, that's the Hall of Fame. We'll yeah. have more on that as people go in. Yep. And then probably every other week, right? Probably. Well, let's see. We're six weeks away if there's, like... 
that they put like five more people and we'll need one every week so that's true we'll probably get the next one tomorrow well they'll by the time this comes out it'll already be revealed yes spoiler alert we're not recording this live as we never do so when Hyden Wright gets inducted we'll see you there for raping Michael Cole yes that was an interesting thing but that's a whole different episode oh yeah check if you want, if you want to hear about that check out Pat McAfee's podcast <laughs> oh boy so in other news this week four people got fired from WWE yeah, they did. Uh, uh, I mean, two of them got fired and two of them got their releases. Well, TJP technically got his release. He, uh, no, if you, if you don't ask for your release and you get released, that's being gets called getting fired. It's semantics. It's awesome. <laughs> I, as someone who got fired from a job, I wasn't told I was being released. I was told I was getting fired. So there's a difference. He's, no, Vince has, has... Actually, no, there's a difference because TJP is still getting paid for 90 days. So he did not get fired. He got released from his contract. He didn't get terminated. He just yeah. Did. yeah. Okay. So there is a difference. So Very cool. No. no. We, we're going to go back to this goddamn argument. I don't want to do that. Because you're getting... You're, mm. See, your phone went off. That but, uh, was your phone, you fucking mark. But, uh, so, yes. Yeah, so, TJP, Hideo Itami, which we already knew. Yeah. And... Ronnie Arnell. Yes. Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger got released, which... Uh, fine. And Marty Lund. What? Marty Lund. Did he use that name? No, it's Arn Anderson shooting. Oh, it is. You're right. Yeah. And uh, you could have said Arn Anderson, double A. Well, you know, if you've, he's in the Hall of Fame with the Four Horsemen as a group, so you should, yeah. should know that. So, Arn, which, well, that was surprising. Yeah, it was kind of out of nowhere. I'm I'm thinking there's more to this story that we don't know. Yes. And people are saying, because he's booked at StarCast. But and, there's a lot of people booked at StarCast that... Like, yeah, he's uh, not going to fire The Undertaker, but... Well, The Undertaker has no... The Undertaker's not under any contract at all right Maybe now. he was just clearing room. Speaking of The Undertaker... <laughs> oh, boy. We'll Undertaker's... We'll Brucey. Yeah. But, uh... No. So, well, why... What do you think of the firings? I mean, Ty Dillinger never did absolutely fucking anything for me, so... He's good, but he's much like Zack in, in this movie that we saw today. Oh, God. He's oh, a, God. He's a journeyman. He's been developmental for like 40 fucking years. So, here's my take on this. And it might be a hot take. It might not be a hot take. People say that Ty Dillinger was underutilized. He and he was. was but no, 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 He was overutilized. And let me explain why. When he was hired, he was never supposed to go to the main roster. He was supposed to be a veteran presence in NXT. And he was basically supposed to be a, a play a player coach he's gonna wrestle and help train and then he came up with a gimmick that got himself so over that they eventually said fuck it we're gonna bring him up to the main roster so you you can't you can't say a guy who they never had any plans for was underutilized like they he was never in the plans like this wasn't supposed to happen no he's not he's not special i mean i mean he's good don't yeah, get me wrong i'm not saying he's not good but he's not he's not special I don't know if I'd say that, but I mean, it takes a special kind of guy to get yourself over to that point. The gimmick was great. Like he got himself, he got himself over to the fact to the point where he got off NXT, which was never supposed to happen. No, you're right. So that's pretty fucking special. I mean, he goes right to AEW, right? Probably because him and Cody have a great relationship. Um, they were a tag team in the original OVW, and then they actually feud. Oh, excuse me, and they actually feuded afterwards. So. It definitely wouldn't surprise me, but uh, Cody did an interview with Pro Wrestling Sheet, and he basically said he's going to call 
Ring of Honor New Japan and like put in a good word for Ty Dillinger. So that sounded more like I want to help my friend get a job more than I'm gonna hire my friend. Yeah. So because at the end of the day, Cody's a businessman and he's he, Ty Dillinger doesn't scream fucking drawing money. Not only that, but he said multiple times that he doesn't want AEW to be the land of the WWE rejects. He wants to he wants to bring up talent that were never seen before, like Jungle Boy, Joey Janela, MJF, all this young talent that people haven't heard of. But yeah, I feel like there's room for both though. No, so do I. I'm just saying, like, Cody has a vision and it seems like he's pretty Well, there obviously is room for both because Neville and Jericho are there. Yeah. So yeah, there's exceptions to every rule. But Yeah, let him go to Japan. I'll he'll be good there. I could see him I could see him ending up in AEW. I could see him ending up in uh in Ring of Honor. I could I could see him ending up in Impact. He's Canadian, it's a couple of Canadians running that ship. So <laughs> Impact would be good for him. I could see he has to come up with a he has to come up with a good working name though, because Ronnie Arnell isn't it. No, it's not. Nothing he can do about not. that. His parents his parents are the ones to blame for that one. But. Yes, they are. But so and so Arn Anderson. Yeah, I don't He goes to AEW, right? I think he'll be they they need agents and he'll probably be a good agent there. And that's all he was was an agent, right? He was not on the creative team. Yeah, he was just an, he was just an agent. Um, he's been an agent there forever, hasn't he? He's been there since WWF bought WCW. Good for him. Yeah, so him and Malenko, right? Yeah, because I know Malenko didn't wrestle there for very long in the WWF. Well, Malenko was there even before that. Malenko signed as a wrestler in '99. Did he? Yeah, he was in the Radicals. Yeah, he was. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought he meant before the Radicals. No. No, but like. I know when Malenko came over, he uh, only wrestled for a little bit, and then he immediately became an agent. Yeah, he, uh, Malenko probably retired, like, late 2001. Yeah. So that's, like, two-year run. His and he's still there, right? Yeah, he's still there. So, with the firings came some hirings. So we're just gonna... So, like usual, like everyone else, we're just gonna ignore TJP. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about it already. This was, this was the one that was kind of surprising, because he didn't ask for it, and... He shot down the rumor that his tattoos were the reason. Um, a lot of people thought that he got tattoos without permission when he said he got permission to get them. But he had some hot takes on Twitter about his position in the company and his thoughts and everything, and that that may have had more to do with it than any fucking tattoos. Yeah, if you work for somebody, don't insult them publicly. Well, I don't think he was really insulting them. He was just kind of... I don't know. I don't think he... I don't think he had ill... I don't think but, he had, like, a bad... No, he, just, he said he didn't. Yeah, he just... But, you know, we'll never know the true reasons. And 205 Live is a slippery slope because if it's a one-hour show and those guys aren't on any other shows at all. Mm-hmm. So if you're not, like, one of the top three or four guys, you may be on it, like, once every three or four weeks. You know what I mean? So, like, you're showing up at TV every week and just hoping it's your week. And so, like, I think losing... Uh, TJP and Hideo is actually good for 205 Live, so it gives him, like, it gives fresh faces, yeah. a chance to step up. I, they, uh, 205 Live also lost Noam Dar. It was announced that he'll be moving to NXT UK full-time. Um, so that's another slot that's opened up, so. That show will be okay. Yeah. That'll be fun. So, also, you want to get right to Matt Hardy? You want to talk about the tirings? We can, that- we can brush on Matt Hardy, so. Uh, Matt Hardy tweeted out this past Thursday that basically he's comfortable outside of WWE, and then someone tweeted him, like, what does this mean? 
And he said, it doesn't mean anything. I love WWE, but I have 11 days on my contract, and I'm just 11 days left on my contract. So I'm just saying, like, I don't need WWE. I could do this on the outside. And some websites should have reported this as saying he was gone from WWE, which I don't think that's the case. I just think he's open to leaving. So, and I'm, him and Jeff signed deals at the same exact time, so both their deals are up, but Jeff hasn't really commented on anything. Uh, so he might have signed an extension. Well, I, know, I think WWE is a, a third-year option on both of them, and I can see them exercising it on Jeff and not Matt, because right now they're paying Matt to do nothing. Yeah, he's not doing anything. He's hurt. Yeah. So I don't... What, what do you think is going to happen? Do you see Matt leaving? Do you see Jeff staying? Do you see them both leaving? Jeff staying. Think so? I think Jeff staying. Matt's open. I mean, I guess, I guess if he wants to do something backstage, I think they'll be glad to have him. Well, Matt, from the way Matt's talking, he's not done in the ring. So if yeah. WWE's not going to let him wrestle, he's, I think he's gone. Where does he go, though? AEW. Oh, I don't think so. The relationship him and the Bucks have. Like, just... Yeah, I know, but it, as you said before, Cody said he's one of these WWE rejects to be in that territory, but he and he is the ultimate WWE reject. See, I disagree. I think he's like a, a legend. Like, that's... I'd take him before I took Dillinger. Oh, absolutely. Because he's a mainstream name that a lot of people recognize, and, like, he'd be able to do his broken shtick with, like, out... Any fucking restriction. No, does he own that or WWE own it? He owns it. Remember the one that the, the last he literally has the fucking trademark on his wall. Yeah, but uh, that's good. But yeah, if he could go, if he could do it there, with, WWE owns Woken, but he owns Broken. Yeah, which is better. But uh, if, if he could go right there with with all that, that'd be great. But I don't know where he goes. I really I can't tell you anything because I don't know. I don't know his current situation. I don't know if he's injured. I don't know if he's just lost all motivation to wrestle. I don't know. Well. I don't know. I don't know. He seems like he wants to wrestle, so I don't think he's lost any motivation at all. I think it's more of a, hey, dude, your back and your pelvis are fused, are fused together. We're not going to let you go out there and wrestle. I think that's kind of what it is. Yeah, well, that's how it is. So. Especially there. I guess you can move on from the Hardy Boys. So, I got a, I, I got a notification about something I never saw coming. Yeah. Bruce fucking Richard returned to the goddamn company. Well, he did. Well, yeah, actually, by the time this airs, he did return. But uh, no, I wonder if he's working. Like he's writing Monday. Well, I mean, it says it says Monday was his first day, so I don't know. I don't know what the they rewrite Raw all the time. Like last week's Raw wasn't done until like seven p.m., so he'll, I'm sure he'll be pitching in at least. Um, I don't know. What's your take on this? I'm baffled. Yeah, not that like I think it's a good or bad move. It's yeah, just, it just I just never of, saw it coming. It just came out of nowhere. Bruce seemed comfortable doing his fucking podcast, doing his live show, selling his merch. He reportedly said like 2018 was like his best year financially in years. So it's obvious that like he didn't need to come back. But but wasn't he bankrupt? At, in like 2010, yeah. Yeah. So I mean that, that that's a good way to have a best making any money is your best year after that. But but he meant since like the 90s, like uh, yeah. But uh, I think. This is interesting because I think you can still, we'll be able to see it on screen because there's a certain way Bruce writes. It's, it depends how much influence he has. If he, if he's if he I has mean, as much influence as he did in ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand. I don't see him being any lower than Vince's right hand guy. But you don't know what kind of well he's gonna be Vince's right hand guy. But is he gonna kiss Vince's ass? That's the question. Like I don't know. I could I could see Vince telling him not to. I mean he's like he's been. There's been rumors. I don't know the guy. We've never met, but like there's been the kiss ass rumors and yes man rumors, which I believe or and not believe at the same time. No, but, I, I believe 100 percent he's been some man kiss ass, and that's. But I think he he spent time working in the most successful territory in the country. Yeah. And then the most successful promotion in history. 
Uh, he saw two wrestling booms, and he was a part of all of it. So, I mean, I think it's a good thing, because I think he's got a great mind for the business, and he can work with some of the guys. I think a lot of the wrestlers, a lot of the wrestlers that are wrestling today, especially for WWE, are more suited to his style of writing and booking than a lot of people were when he was there. That makes any sense. But the problem is he doesn't watch a lot of the current guys. Like, According to him. And that's a pretty good fucking source. Yeah, but no, I can see him keeping up. Uh, I know they spoke about recent shit on their Patreon all the time. Yeah, but... I can see Bruce loving Seth Rollins. Well, not There's not much not to love. I was going to say, if you're a wrestling fan and you don't love Seth Rollins, there's, there's issues. Like, I, I don't know what there's not to like in the guy as a performer. Um, so what do you think this means? Like, what, what, why is I, Vince making these moves? I think he avoided him from going for W or AEW. Because, you know, he took it from Conrad. I don't know, man. Like, hmm. I th- hmm. Maybe. But I think Vince is more stressed. I think Vince is under a lot of stress right now. He is. Attendance is down. He looks like hell. Attendance is down. Fucking mania season's in full swing. He apparently will get into the NXT calls, but he apparently made a rash decision that he needed more fucking star power out of nowhere. So... He's got a big Fox deal that's going to be high pressure because he has to perform coming up. There's new competition springing up. I just think Vince's under a lot of stress, and he wants to go back to the guy that was there during, like you said, the two most successful periods in company history. He was there. He was there for the. Well, he came in. He came in in the middle of the. I don't see. I can't really say he was there for two booms because he came in towards the end of the first boom. You know what I mean? Like that first boom wasn't him. He was still there. At the end of it, he wasn't there for WrestleMania one. Wasn't there right. for Wrestle- he wasn't there. He wasn't there for WrestleMania three. But he was running. He was helping run a very successful territory. He was, but that's a lot of people could be a, a big fish in a small pond. That's true, but I mean, he gets full credit for the attitude there. He was there that whole time. I'm yeah. not going to take that away. From he me. produced everything. Maybe that. Maybe he'll be. Maybe he'll be in charge of the on camera stuff. I think maybe if I was Vince, if I was Vince, if Mike was Vince, we'd all be in trouble. We'd all be in trouble. But I, you'd I, would, all, you'd put all the factions in the Hall of Fame. I'd put him in shoes. Oh, you know who's going in. Who, the, the natural job squad, the natural born thrillers, and fuck off about it. But uh, I got guys that take out your kneecaps, <laughs> O'Hare. If if I was Vince, I would have Bruce take care of all the promo promos. Well, first, of I all, think that's where he can add. Bruce needs to come in and say, "Stop scripting these goddamn promos." If yes, he does. He does. That, that'll be fucking wonderful. And he hates scripted promos. I know he hates them. But so. That's going to be the thing. If he's just a McMahon kiss-ass and doesn't say anything about it, then this whole hire is pointless. But that's the thing. I mean, that might be able not to change his mind. I understand why they script their promos. I mean, I don't like it as a wrestling fan. It's better when they're not scripted, but I understand why they do it. I don't. It's just, it's not believable. I don't believe a word that anyone says. No, but that's not the point. The point is you can't get in trouble with anybody, especially in these times, if every word you say is already planned out. So and goes through fucking levels and levels of PR. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that because Biggie just made a fucking empire joke on SmackDown. So I don't want to hear that shit. And I think it's different from play. I think it's yeah. Different no, they from, have more pool. They. I think it's New different from performer to performer. But like I, I know Heyman doesn't use any script. But your can't. excuse is bullshit. When people go out there and say shit like that, because I mean, it's not like you said anything wrong, but it's definitely controversial. Yes. And if you don't want people saying, tell them, tell them what not to say. Don't tell them what to say. No, that's fair. I mean, I, like I said, it's better for wrestling if it's not scripted because you got some talented guys on that roster. Yeah, and uh, for like if Ambrose unscripted is probably fantastic. You give these guys fucking dialogue that normal people don't use. It's just 
know. Yeah, no, that's the big thing. They got to work on the dialogue because nobody talks the way people talk in WWE. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's 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 annoying. It's it's, it's insulting your intelligence. It, you got that right. It is. No, that I'm that I'm far with you. But what would you do with Bruce? I wouldn't hire him. Probably. I don't. I don't know. Like I just. I, don't I mean, know. only 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 time would tell. Yeah, I mean, as only seeing the product will tell. I like the fact that he's at least trying something new. Like, do you think it has anything to do with Conrad? I heard that rumor. I heard, I but I don't know. You're the rumor that they got Taker. He's taking Bruce. Yeah, but I'm not. I I really don't buy into that. Me either. I just, I just think Vince knows. I don't want. They're not in trouble because like that company could not sell a single ticket and still be going business for like 10 years. So they're not in trouble by any stretch of the imagination, but they're definitely on a downswing in terms of audience viewership and attendance right now. And I think Vince is trying to go back to something that worked back in the day and he's going to, you know, you know, like when Vince needs to fucking pop a rating, what does he do? He brings in a legend. Yeah, you're right. He's trying the same thing behind the scenes. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it'll be, maybe it'll be great. Maybe, maybe by the end of the summer, Raw will be doing six million viewers again. I don't fucking know. I, I hope so. I doubt it, but maybe. It means it got good. And I yeah. hope so. But like I said, I think Bruce will be very, very audible and visual of how, how Bruce will react to the product, and I just can't wait to watch it. I agree. It's, um, it's, it's, it was so it was such an interesting hire. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. I woke up and I was like, oh, Bruce. And it went from rumor to confirmed in about 10 minutes. I didn't even see the rumor. I just thought it was confirmed. I was just, oh, shit. <laughs> but Brother Love is fucking back. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Speaking of Raw and viewers, four members of the NXT roster got called up this this week. Yep. So that would be DIY, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, and Johnny Gargano, and Aleister Black and Ricochet. And supposedly the story I heard was... Uh, I heard two stories, actually. The Vince needing more star power uh, was, was in both of them. So that, that part's probably true. But the first story I heard was that Vince asked Triple H to give his top four guys from NXT, and those are the four guys he gave. And then the other story I heard, Triple H had no clue this was happening until he got to the building. <laughs> oh, God. So I don't know which one's true. Could, but... you, could you imagine the shock in the second one? Yeah. But... Hey, boss, what the fuck do you mean, boss? You don't watch the show, boss. But uh, they all had successful debuts on Raw, if you take the crowd out of it, because that crowd in Lafayette was... No, that crowd was terrible. It was the crowd. It wasn't the product. Yeah, it was the crowd, yeah. It was a great episode of Raw, I think. I wouldn't say it was a great episode of Raw, the but... Best in a while. Those those four guys, the, the segment that those four guys were in were good. I wouldn't say everything was great. Well, but... anything in three hours is not going to be great. But who do you think has the biggest ceiling out of those guys and why? Hmm. I'd say Alistair Black. I probably. agree with you. Just because he has he has a unique look, he has a, he has a unique presence. He has a unique style. He's he's not big, but he's the biggest of the four guys, and that always that always helps when your when your boss is Vince McMahon. Yes. Um. Yeah, he's just I could see I could see Alistair Black being a top guy. I could see Alistair Black being a champion. Yeah, so could I. Um. The one I'm worried most about is is Ricochet. Obviously, Me too. He's a fantastic athlete. He has a lot of charisma, but it's just how far will they let him go? They're they're starting they're starting to give Finn some some more some shit to do. Finn's uh, hopefully has a nice run of the IC title. Um, I think I could see Ricochet as a US or IC champion. At oh least. yeah, it's mid mid level mid level. But will he get to the top? 
I hope so. In the word, in the words of Kodak Black and a fucking ski mask, <laughs> I hope so. I hate but, Kodak Black. Uh, we'll see, man. Well, it's gonna be interesting. It is. Like I'm excited for all of this. It's. I also heard that Vince likes Johnny and Tommaso as a tag team, but a few I I'm not gonna spoil NXT because I know people don't like spoilers, but. If Vince liked them as a tag team, he might be upset. Yeah, and if, you, if you're interested to see why, go check the NXT spoilers. Yeah, that's, that's all. The I, last taping. I know people get pissed when you talk about spoilers, so I'm not going to do that here. Um, no, I don't understand that as, as well. But, so I don't know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. It came out of nowhere. Like, there was literally a tweet that these guys are backstage, and then WWE confirmed the tweet by putting out their own tweet. That do, you think, do you think that that was not supposed to get out? And they what it did, and then they're just like, "Fuck it!" If they're gonna tweet this shit out, it's gonna be us. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they didn't. I'm sure they want to be the first people to, to to like say it, but I don't think it getting leaked changed their plans. I think the plans were what they were all, the whole time. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, do you think there's supposed to be surprises? And it got leaked or tweeted or no, whatever. Not at all. And then WWE's like, well, listen, if somebody's going to tweet about this, it's going to be us. Not at all, because the whole point was to try and pop a rating, you know what I mean? That's true. And the rating was up on both shows. I think Raw had like 2.77 million viewers, which is like, again, closer to three. They're closer to three million than they are to two for the first time in a while. That's true. And SmackDown was like. They've been at 2.1 forever. And SmackDown was at like 2.12 or something, so that's. They're usually they're usually floating around 1.8, 1.92, so they got a nice little bump. So it obviously worked. Um, I don't think it would be dumb to debut those guys as surprises. Like the only time I like debuting NXT call ups as, as surprises, like the night after Mania, because everyone kind of tunes in the night after Mania, except or the shake up. The shake up is expect acceptable too, because those are like the two nights where people tune in like expecting like crazy shit to happen and surprises. So I think debuting them on any other night and not announcing it would be foolish because. That kind of defeats the whole purpose. Well, that's true. If you if you want to get the rating, that's how you do it. Yeah. Because um, people, I'm interested in Alistair Black. Are you? I, I know I'm you are. I'm interested in all four of those guys. Yeah. Like, so I mean, it it'll drag eyes to the uh, to the show. Um. Supposedly they're they're going to be on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT until the shakeup. So that's gonna that's gonna be a tough travel schedule for them for the time being. I will be. Absolutely. That's terrifying. I don't. I would never want to do that. But I don't think I read that any of them run the house show loop. So maybe they're just doing TV. Maybe. So. I mean, yeah, I would assume they're going back to their duties at NXT. Well, I Alistair gave a, a, a goodbye speech, so I don't, I don't know what the hell's going. No one really knows what's going. I on. mean, if Alden to stay, I think it'd be him. Uh, well, I mean, Tommaso has to stay. He's the fucking champion. No, to stay in, in up, upstairs. I meant. I don't know. Well, but he also could very well have a match at Takeover if something goes his way. Once again, not revealing spoilers, but I don't know. It's 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 interesting. I. I'll give them credit for trying something new. Um, I'm, this is a very interesting road to mania. I'm, it was. It's been a baffling week. Yeah. I'd, like, it, it, it's leaving us speechless, and we talk about wrestling all day, every day. Yeah, it's just like, oh, shit, Ricochet's on Raw. Oh, shit, Aleister Black's on Raw. Oh, shit, DIY's facing the Revival. What oh, the shit, Bruce Pritchard's back, yeah, you know? Like, TJP fired, released, China in the Hall of Fame. Like, this has almost been overload. Like, it's been a strange week. We had something planned for the show, and we don't even know if we're going to get to it until next week, depending on how long we go here. So it's just, it's wild. But, uh, yeah, it's the NXT call-ups. 
So I'll let you take this because you're about all the main, you're all about the Mania weekend matches now. Yeah, so two we're getting big, the best match in history. Two big matches were announced for WrestleMania weekend. I am fucking stoked for both of them. First, that uh, Supercard of Honor. I keep saying that it's the G one. It's the G one special because it's usually Supercard of Honor every year. Um, at Honor Rising, which is the annual uh, Ring of Honor New Japan co promoted shows in Corrigan. The Gorillas of Destiny defeated Los Ingobernables de Japón to regain the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team titles. Then afterwards, Dem Boys, the Briscoes, came out and challenged them to a title-for-title title match at Madison Square Garden. Very excited to see So that, that is the first confirmed match for uh, Supercard of Honor. Shit, I did it again. I'm just going to keep calling it Supercard of Honor because that's what I've known it as for years. That's fine. That's um, fine by me. So... I've never seen three out of these four guys live, and I've only seen Tonga Loa when he was Camacho, so I don't know if we're counting that or not, because he's a completely different performer than when he was Hunako's fucking bodyguard. <laughs> so, depending on, depending on what you want to count, I've never seen any of these guys perform live. Um, I'm stoked for this show, man. It's, it's, I'm very excited. I'm just I'm just like a kid in a fucking candy store. And I don't know right? if I mentioned it, but both sets of titles are on the line. So someone someone will be the Ring of Honor and IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team titles at the same time. Yeah. So that's awesome. Who's your way too early prediction? I'm going with Gorillas of Destiny. Yes, absolutely. New era, cutthroat era. I'll never I'll never pick the racists. <laughs> well, that too. That's that's a good point. And then I don't want to say I called it, but I called. You it. You did call it, and all of our dreams have come through. Um. During the NXT UK tapings that occurred this past Friday and Saturday, it was announced that at NXT TakeOver New York, live from the Barclays Center, it will be the man who has held the United Kingdom Championship for over 600 days at this point. Is the over 600? Yeah. Peter Dune, Pete Dunn, taking on the man simply known as Walter. Walter is incredible. Yes. Um... I am so fucking excited for this. Uh, no, this match will be incredible. Walter's a bucket list guy. Yeah, this this will be my first time seeing Walter live. Um, so I guess let's get into this. A lot of the a lot of the UK audience are upset. They feel that NXT UK isn't their show because one, the only title change in the title's history has happened in America when Pete Dunne beat Tyler Bate in Chicago. Two years before there was a brand. Well, I'm just... Listen, don't no, shoot the message. No, I'm just saying. Two, the, the last set of tapings was in Phoenix, Arizona and not in the UK. And three, they're getting arguably the hottest match that could possibly happen for the brand in America. So. Hey, if you want it there, if you want, if you want to see those matches, come to America. It's just, this is rest. This is WrestleMania. That there's no way that match is not gonna be WrestleMania. It's called NXT UK, not just UK. So it will be the. But that's NXT like show. saying if you want to see Jay White defend his title, come to America. No, that's not. They, you know they, what they, I they, mean. No, that's what it, that's what it sounds like. You know but what I'm saying? I get their point, and I get it. I think it's a fair point. But WWE is gonna sell that match at the biggest takeover of the year. Are you kidding me? See, I see both sides of it because, for one. Hmm. The exposure this could bring, because I know, like, I know everyone's like, but they already have exposure. Pete Dunne's been on so many takeovers. But I'll tell you what. I wasn't sold in NXT UK. Then I saw NXT TakeOver Blackpool, and I haven't missed an episode since. So, that exposure could help the same for some. Someone could be in that crowd that 
doesn't watch NXT UK because there's so much goddamn WWE programming out there. They could see this Pete Dunne and Walter match if they tear the house down and be like, God damn, I gotta watch that show every week. Yeah, and especially Walter. Walter is if you've never seen Walter, please watch Walter. At the same point, I at the same time I do see their disappointment. Like it's Pete Dunne versus Walter. It's Pete Dunne is probably Walter's Walter's the biggest wrestling star in Europe in the last ten years. And Pete Dunne's probably the second biggest wrestling star in the UK, only behind Will Ospreay, I'd say. Yeah, that's true. And I definitely understand their disappointment that, that match doesn't happen in the UK. It sucks. It, it does. I do feel. But for I understand it. it. Yeah, but as you said, and it's 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 an unanswerable question because they're both right, I believe. Yeah, I guess I'm. But I'm, I'm selfishly happy. Oh, I'm thrilled. Like, I'm, so I can see Walter. I'm thrilled, but uh, that's a bucketless guy right there. I don't know. It's it's hard to kind of put into words what I'm trying to. No, it's I, I I get it. It's, it's both sides are fairly and right. Cause if let's just say, like if 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 Becky Lynch and Ronda happened at like happened at NXT UK instead of America, I'd be pissed. It's like the hottest match in America right now. Yeah, it is. So if that happened in NXT UK, I'd probably be pretty pissed off. Yes, I, I mean so NXT I, UK is not for people in the UK. It's with UK wrestlers. That's my opinion. But, uh... Mm, that's not what I see it as. I see NXT UK as, obviously... Its own independent promotion? No. Well, it's it's obviously a response to World of Sport, and they wanted to lock down guys so they couldn't go and perform for World of Sport. But I see it as a reward for the UK fans for being, like, arguably the best fans on Earth and never... Oh, they're incredible. And never getting any pay-per-views. I feel like NXT UK was, like, their... Like, their answer Here you go. Their here's answer your, to that? Here's your brand. These are your guys. You don't have to worry about not getting WWE pay-per-views because you got these guys. Well, then, and then the biggest match comes to America. Like That's kind of well, shitty. Let, let me write this as an equation, then. Yeah. This match in America, as you said, could be great for them. It could be. But, it could be great But it could also them. not do a thing. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, it can also not do a thing. But I had a thought in my head, and it kind of escaped, to be honest with you. And it made sense when I had it. But uh, this match could be the causation for better shit for them. If that's what I'm saying. Well, they need it, because I, I don't know if you saw the attendance of the tapings, but it wasn't very well. No, I'm, I'm two episodes. But I, have, I have three episodes of Watch Catch Up. Well, well, these episodes didn't even air yet. The tapings that they just had. No, I didn't see pictures. It was... Bad? Yeah. So, because they feel betrayed, honest. That's, what they, that's like the whole thing. They feel... I don't know. It's, I know, uh, it's, it's hard to answer. It really is, because I think it's... I think it's I think they have a point, but they definitely have a point. There's more just, money in doing it in in Brooklyn, and that's just, all wrestling is all about money. Is there though? The show is already sold out. You know what I mean? You know, you keep making good points, and I hate you for that. But like, I'm just trying to like, yeah, no, I'm trying I to just, see both sides of it. But like, it's I not just, like this match sold a single ticket. I mean, I'm sure if it was announced before tickets sold out, it would have sold many tickets. Yeah, I'm just, but I'm just happy that we're seeing Walter. Oh, so am I. I'm thrilled. Let's just leave it I'm at just... that because it's we're not we're never gonna reach the bottom. Of but like situation. I said, these these big four pay per views, they're the draw. But like no single person is the draw. The event is the draw. No, you're that's... true. You're right. You're absolutely right. All right, man. Well, that's we we almost went an hour just talking about news, man. We're, so much. We're at fifty minutes of so news. So much dumb shit happened. I know, and it's crazy, man. I'm feeling like I have a lot of weeks like this, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's heating up. We might have to go to two episodes a week. Oh Jesus! I don't even know if we have the time for two episodes a week. I mean, we can figure it out. We can make it happen. Uh, but yeah, we'll be right back right after this short break. 
This week's Kane Fact of the Week is something I didn't even know, and I know everything about the Big Red Monster. Kane once wrestled in WCW. Oh, wow, really? Yes, under the name Bruiser Mastino. <laughs> what? And he got pinned by Sting. <laughs> that's gotta be Sting. That's that's unbelievable. That is unbelievable. I, he's done everything. What hasn't this man he's done? He's done absolutely everything. So that's enough for us for the week. Next week we'll be here with a Kofi retrospective and a, a preview of what we will know for the Fast Lane to WrestleMania. Living life in the Fast Lane. Was that the first theme song for? Because it'd be great. I don't think it, I don't think it was. It should have been. It probably sh- it should have been, but it wasn't. So you know uh, we're a <laughs> Turnbuckle Topics family. Do you know? No, they know. If you know, you know. They do know. And uh, just follow all of us at TT underscore for you with Ron and at Lynn's Be Honest. That's two weeks in a row I gave her a shout out. I know. Uh, at Old School Pants, Chris Panero, the number one impact guy on the internet. Uh, at KVNC Primetime. <laughs> don't think that's it. That's it. I, I, is, I just looked is, at it. Isn't it NG? It's, yeah, that's what I said. No, he's like VC. Oh, it's KVNG yeah. Primetime. Okay. <laughs> and our newest member at... Kuta Jr. from CBS Radio. (laughs) Yeah, I'll see y'all next week, fellas. And lady fellas. If there are any of those, hit me up.